Welcome to Just Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment news and reviews. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Bat, <gasps> Matt, and... Hi, I'm Gage. It's Gage. The editor. The editor. The editor in-house. Before. Once before, I think. Yes. Once? Yeah, once. I think so. I think only once. I think the group episode. Uh, it was Vampires, if I remember right. You were on Vampires, you were also our... on the group episode. Yes, okay, that so that's ago. two. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Carter still has the most. Yeah, I think Carter's the leader there. Yeah. Step up true. your game. Actually, technically, Gage is in every Gage. episode. That's true. I'm just the unseen hand pulling the strings yeah. behind yeah. the curtain. He's yeah. the one that makes us sound, well, I mean, as good as we possibly can, given yeah. given the material he has I to mean, work he, with. He is the editor, and therefore, what comes to fruition is his creation. We're just the canvas for his painting art. <laughs> yep. Uh, Matt, what should people do? Actually, Gage, what should people do? Uh, like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Yeah, it's like you're familiar and with how this all goes or something. <laughs> check us out on TikTok, because I do those too. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yes, he does. How can you find us on TikTok? At Justice Losers Pod. Way to go. Yay! Yeah. What a professional. I pay Man. attention sometimes. This is going to be a great episode. <laughs> it's going to be an awesome episode. It's going to be... <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's, it's weird hearing it in real time. Usually I'm at like 1.75 speed, so... Yeah. <laughs> Do I sound drunk? Because I'm just like... No, it's like a slur, slower and stuff. If I start to zone out, don't worry. It's just... A, <laughs> so I think the last exclusion here is that we just need to talk really quickly and make that a, the, 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 the modus operandi for this episode. I think you're going to struggle with that. I would not struggle with that. Uh, yeah, we don't have a whole lot of news. Lance Reddick died. Who? Lance Reddick. Poor guy. Who? He's the hotel, uh, not the manager, but the hotel like desk guy from John Wick. He was in The Wire. Um, he's been in a number of things. The, the hotel guy from John Wick? One of the hotel guys from John I Wick. I don't even... What hotel? I don't remember John Wick very okay. much. Except for the dog. Uh, the front desk guy. Um, tall black guy. Uh, clean shaven. Uh, mm-hmm. No hair. Glasses. So Got, what typically what clean shaven means? Also, no hair. Oh, bald. bald. Oh, I that's what that word is. <laughs> you think I'd remember? <laughs> you think you would? Yeah. Uh, Being like, of the community. Like a month after I shaved my head, I was leaving my apartment, and there was a like a mom with her five year old, and everyone's like, "Mommy, look, a bald man! Look at that man! He's bald!" <laughs> and she was like, "Don't you? What, what are you doing?" You're like, "Yes, I am." Just like, like rub your. <laughs> uh okay well that guy died i yeah it's uh, he's he's really good he's excellent in the wire okay this is uh take this as your um bi-weekly admonition that you should be watching the wire it's on my list yeah it's the best tv show gage you should watch the wire okay i'll create a list and put that on it <laughs> very good <laughs> perfect the only one on the list so we should expect a, a report soon right <laughs> uh, uh any other news Besides uh, the Oscars. Which is probably that's about. the only one I remember. All right. Let's do the Oscars. Let's do the Oscars. So uh, this is going to be an interesting way to do this. Uh, probably going to be super uninteresting for almost anybody else. I have tried to avoid spoilers of who won the Oscars as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had a couple spoiled just because TikTok is a bitch. This but... is the moment where I interject. That's what you get for being on TikTok. Listen, listen, listen. No. Uh, <laughs> Back um, me up on this gauge. So I've avoided. <laughs> I'm I'm afraid I'm a, a TikTok addict. So yeah, two against one. That means you need to get TikTok. No, it's not how that works. All right. 
Uh, I've avoided it, uh, and then I also put together a spreadsheet, as I do, of all the nominations right before it won, because there was no way I was going to Google Oscar nominations and not get all of them spoiled immediately after right. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> the event. Uh, but I took them all, I took all the movies, and I, ca- or I took all the nominations, and I counted the movies that had the most nominations, and I was like, I'm going to sit here. Kaylin was gone for the weekend, so I'm like, I have nothing better to do because I'm lonely. Uh I'll watch as many of these as I can. I only got through five. Uh, I only got through watching four, but I have seen multiple of the other ones before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to go through kind of, we're going to go through the major ones. I don't want to yeah. go through all the small ones. I have the list from the Academy website. It's in alphabetical order. So I'm going to end up skipping a few probably, but okay. We'll go through the, the, the each of the uh, categories, the nominations, and then what we'll do is, I mean, if you have seen, I don't know how many of them you've seen, Gage. I have seen one. Which one have you seen? And I think it was a good choice. I've seen every, everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. So we can talk once. about those. We can talk about, uh, cool. I'll try to do my best. I'll basically try to say what I think should win and what I think they would have chosen. Or mm-hmm. what they chose. Uh, we'll see if either of them are accurate and that's kind of how we'll talk about the nominations if we have seen them if someone won that none of us none of us have seen then we can't really talk about it so we should make a game out of this somehow ah it is too too late late to to come up with a game on (laughs) (laughs) in advance uh so yeah that's you can edit in our uh voices automated to say what the rules of the game are and then keep track of the points and then edit in our conclusions at the end of the game in that same automated voice, right? That's definitely something I'm capable of. You absolutely, should. 100%. You should absolutely figure out how to get, like, audio AI going and, like, just put all of our episodes into it, and then you could just absolutely defame us. Generate your voice. generate us saying, like, racist comments. <laughs> like, <laughs> it could totally destroy us. It could be used for evil so easily. <laughs> Well, I'd be really intrigued if you did that and then also threw um, just a transcript of all of them into chat GPT and then just see update what? it with the news every two weeks and just <laughs> feed it like these are the things. See if you could just perpetuate it without us having to do any work. That'd be amazing. That'd we be like, awesome. We're like, oh, yeah, we can't record this week. Like, we're going to have to miss a week. And Gage is like, don't worry. I'll <laughs> don't chat worry. GPT you. <laughs> I've recorded for you. Those thousands of hours I spent transcribing each and every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, so let's uh let's start. Well, let's start in uh which movies have you seen? Which movies have I seen? I've seen everything everywhere all everything everywhere all at once. You were really excited about that one. Uh, uh, I'll, uh, and last I'll give a t- I'll give a high level like kind of review of each of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the few to earn the rank of ten out of ten for me on Wow. IMDb. All right. Absolutely amazing movie. The first fifteen minutes have some of the most creative and efficient storytelling and cinematography I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. It just it bombards you with so much information in such a creative way uh i love their use of the camera staying still actually there's a couple uh movies that do this but the camera stays still and it lets like reflections tell the story like Mm. move the camera um i'm always a fan of that kind of stuff Mm um i think stephanie sue's performance was amazing as uh uh uh, jobu jobu I'm awful at character names in general. And I, I, she, she just stuck out to me. I, I, I care a lot of, have you haven't seen the movie yet? Have you met? Nope. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but basically she has a lot to do in that movie. Cool. Um, good. And I love seeing range. I love seeing range within one 
property. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you can see range among like seeing an actor, actress, like across a bunch of stuff they've done, but like seeing it within one movie is just, I, I'm always a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen um, All Quiet on the Western Front, mm-hmm. which is uh, harrowing for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried. It took me a little bit to get into it because it was in German and I was watching it with subtitles. And then I was like, I want to know what the English is like because I've seen that, uh, seen AI be used to like generate the mouth of doing this, the dub. And so it looks like they're speaking English. And I cannot tell if it's that because it like kind of lines up. But also kind of doesn't. And I was distracted uh. <laughs> for like 10 minutes of the movie, like uh-huh. trying to figure out if they're speaking English. Also, I just happened to like change it to English right before a solid 10 minutes where there's maybe seven lines. Oh, yep. <laughs> so I was like, come on, someone say something. And I'm like missing parts of the movie. <laughs> More distracting was, than just not having the mouth line up. Ignoring it all together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I, a <clears throat> little bit of a issue with me watching the movie early on, but otherwise it's a harrowing movie. It's, uh, it is fantastic and like it's basically 1917 but the nazis <laughs> nice um, except the nazis weren't around in 1917 but no but i'm like the main character of the german army fighting mm-hmm. the french so it's like right. 1917 but following the nazis instead of except they weren't the nazis at that point nazi party didn't exist at that point wait was that the... oof oh that was the first <laughs> world war <laughs> man why did i think it was the second world war because you're bad I, I guess sure that recontextualizes my entire understanding of that movie oh boy uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i have i saw uh banshees of in a sharon which in a sharon Banshees of in a sharon which i did was see that one as well a very good movie and i think we i think uh, I may have asked this, and I, or you may have said this last time, and Gage, you may remember if he did or did not. It feels like it's a good, it would be a good introduction into Yorgos Lanthimos because of the slightly stilted, like, they repeat lines. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, Gage is guessing on our podcast. And you would say, yes, Gage is guessing on our podcast. Yeah. And Gage would be like, yes, I am guessing on, her, on your podcast. Like, huh. it, and I, I, okay. I get it. Like, I, I get that that's like the style of it. And kind of like, it's stilted in a different way, but it's like, you're listening to dialogue that is not natural, and that's it's, very much what Yorgos Lanthimos is. It's not natural, but it's written in a way that it somehow feels naturalistic. Yeah. And it's I think a very it, interesting approach. I think it helps that like they use a bunch of like Irish because it's a town in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use a lot of Irish slang, and they speak with very thick Irish accents. And it, mm-hmm. like I think being someone who has not experienced Irish culture, I think my brain kind of just said this is how the Irish people speak. <laughs> and so it allowed it, it allowed me to feel like it was more natural. Mm-hmm. Also noting that it's not how I have been around people speaking, right. but like it may be how they speak. Right. I feel like it's not, it's inefficient. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do, one of the things I, one of the things that I really did enjoy with that movie is the, uh, the, the, do you gauge, do you know the, gist of what the story is after you, get after he yeah you listened to me explain it i did listen to you explain it uh well, two, uh, refresh two, my memory two really good friends in ireland and a really small town in ireland okay. uh one just decides that he's not gonna be friends with oh anymore. yeah okay uh, yep. and i'm gonna i'm sure i'm gonna be reiterating a bunch of what matt said uh pretty solid reasons like it's like yeah mm-hmm. that sucks like it it's kind of unfortunate but like yeah. the reasons you like 
you give for making this decision makes sense. The way you went about it, probably not the best. Could have yep. taken a different method of doing this, but like, I get it. Yeah. Um, and so one of the kind of the through lines with it is that it's during a during the Irish Civil War. And so mm. there is the Civil War and there is these two friends who are now not friends. Like there is the parallel of the Civil War and their sure. friendship. Mm-hmm. And it's very provocative in how they draw those parallels. Yeah. Martin and so, McDonough, who was the director, is Irish. Yeah. And so uh, I would not be surprised. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. No, he's super Irish. Um, and so he um, I, I mean there's a lot more historical allegory going on there than I think we can appreciate as a yeah. modern American audience. Well, I think I was like, but, I, like I think y- I, you see where he's going. Where, I right? caught on to it like really yeah. early on, like yeah. there was the war and then that happened. I was like, okay, so clearly it's going to be a connection. So I was like paying attention to mm-hmm. as it was going, any incident, I'd be like, how, how was he explaining that this is something related to this Irish civil war? Mm-hmm. And like, it gave me a lot more of just kind of the, like, just, there's a war going on and, and the the people that are not like in the war, are like, eh, you know, they both suck. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's a thing that's happening. Tired yeah. of the war. Like, yeah. and I, I, I really kind of like that, uh, that approach to it. Um, so that one, oh, all quiet on the Western front. I think I have an, I have an eight. Okay. Uh, on IMDb. Banshees of Inishirin. I think I have it in a seven. All right. It, and the next thing I'm going to talk about, uh, really helped me piece together in my brain what I've been coming to for a while of I can see a movie and say that is a really good movie and still not enjoy it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like it's I enjoyed parts of it intellectually but like I'm not like thinking about like that was a cool movie like I'm excited <laughs> and I'm gonna watch it again like it it told a compelling story. It was great acting. It was like, it was writing that I'm not familiar with. So it was at least kind of pulled me out with that one. But mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was a thing. And then tar, I watched tar, mm-hmm. um, which you wanted to see and haven't seen yet. Yep. It's about classical music. I got to see it. It's about classical music. It's about, uh, a, uh, the like pinnacle conductor, Lydia Tarr, uh, played by Kate Blanchett. Yep. She's like, they spend the first five, ten minutes of the movie just listing her accolades. <laughs> like, to make it, like, if this, basically there's like, th- we are very clear that she is the most accomplished conductor alive <laughs> and probably in modern history. Like, <laughs> she is very, 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 very accomplished. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is uh, thing after thing after thing of things just, like, conspiring against her and her uh struggling and struggling with the things that occur to her in her life and mm-hmm. uh life kind of falling apart first of all because of just so she's a very accomplished conductor so it is her her character along with other uh characters who are up there in the music industry mm-hmm. uh talking so elitist like and they do it on purpose obviously <laughs> and it just let it, me some classical music elitism right. yeah. <laughs> this is exactly my kind of movie it just makes me loathe music elitism <laughs> because it's just like <laughs> give me a very pointed look on that one but you're not but i when you see the movie you'll understand that it's a different level of elitism from you like you're like oh classical movies the best music's the best but it's like the shit they talk about is just so 
un unreal. Like I'm, I'm, I really want to watch this now because I'm probably going to be like, oh, you're saying everything that I've kept <laughs> secret in my heart these long years. <laughs> I don't think so. Mostly because you, I, you didn't spend a whole bunch. It's a lot of conducting specific stuff. Mm. So it's not stuff that you have personally connected with a lot of. Like True. you're more composer and like playing and stuff like that. Yep. And it's just like, I don't know. There's just, it's, it's too much. And then I don't want to spoil it because it's a really big thing that is kind of the point in act three, essentially mm -hmm. uh, makes me loathe the music industry altogether um, because of an element of corruption that there is that when mm -hmm. I'm watching it and I'm like, Oh yeah, that is totally a thing. And then I would talk to Kaylin about it and she's like, yeah, that is prevalent in the classical music, like in the uh, orchestra world. And I'm like, Oh man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, just watching the movie made me loathe a real thing in life. Uh, and also, it's just, it's, it's like, I want to describe, uh, the way I like to describe it is it's The Hunt, the Danish movie, mm -hmm. but it's totally her fault. Like, and that's, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, you're, you're watching the character, it's, like, The Hunt is a Danish movie where a teacher, oh man, I don't want to spoil it because it's like, it. You need to watch it without knowing what the point of it is. Basically, a guy's life falls apart and it's a not A guy's really life his falls fault. apart and it's not his fault at all. Uh, it's just mm. things happen. But, like, with this one, this, like, uh, Lydia Tarr's life falls apart because of the way she is. Mm -hmm. And it... They get you sold on her as a person because they, like, kind of put her in a family situation. They give you a lot of, like, sympathetic threads mm -hmm. to pull on. And then they start dropping all the things. Yep. And I feel like the point is that you're supposed to feel torn. But there's, like, one point where it's, like, one thing gets revealed. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, she deserves everything she got. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I, it just, it made me hate her. And I think I, that's the point. I Not having seen it. If it is the point, I don't like that. I don't like it when they try to make you hate the main character mm. i do enjoy it when they make you like conflicted about the character mm -hmm. like you have to sure. be like okay yes like the, this is not great you did a lot of bad things and you could have made better decisions but like maybe like your like kind of your heart was in the right place kind Darth of thing. Vader murdered a ton of people but he did throw the emperor down that that shaft in the death star so <laughs> you know Pretty. it's okay yeah. it's like yeah i mean yeah yeah um Actually, a really good example of that is Andor. Oh. Uh, you you, by the end of Andor, you are conflicted about a lot of those characters. Yeah. And you're like, you're doing a thing that needs to be done, but... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that I really like. But like when I by the end of the movie, when I'm like, I don't like that character as a person. I just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. And it's the same thing with uh, as Banshees of Sharon and a Sharon, where it's just like, intellectually and all of the the categories of what makes this movie it is really 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 well done mm -hmm. i did not enjoy it okay. i don't want to watch sure. it again <laughs> fair enough and so that one's a seven all like, right it's it like yeah it's yeah. it's good kate blanchett is amazing in it she's amazing period yeah but also just wildly commanding on screen during that entire movie <laughs> but oh man it's just it's no, I think it, it it's the pairing of within the movie itself, there is the music industry elitism. And also on a meta level, it is film elitism. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Ugh! <laughs> 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 I just want to go watch like, 
I don't know, Thor the Dark World that's just, like, <laughs> trying to be whatever it wants to be. Like, it's not good, but they're not trying to be super fancy with Why it. Why not Top Gun Maverick? Because there's a movie that's just trying to be what it's trying to be. And that's true. Just nails I should have gone to watch it again. Yep. Um, other The other ones I've seen, I saw Top Gun Maverick. I've seen Turning Red. I've seen Black Panther. I've seen... What else is on Oscar nominated that I've seen? No, you didn't see The Whale, did you? I didn't see The Whale. Oh, that was the one I was going to see next. I never got around to it. I'm really sad because I've seen clips of it and I... Elvis? I saw Elvis. That's the other one I saw. I didn't okay. see Clive. I saw Elvis. Uh, Elvis is one that I'm like, basically in most categories, it's okay. But Austin Butler, right? Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. What a man. Like, that just... That's my fade, Rautha. He was, he was, uh, he showed some chops in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Came out of nowhere, too. He, I don't know a single thing he was in before this. I, for whatever reason, I was under the impression that he was, like, in Napoleon Dynamite or something. Like, I think it's, he, like, looks like him a little bit or something. But, like, when that movie up. came out, I was like, yeah, he's the one from Napoleon Dynamite. I think I even said it. Did I say it? In a pot. Do you remember me saying it, Gage? It does sound familiar. I don't I remember like, you saying that because I would have ridiculed you, you did. badly. I think you did. I think I did say it and you were like, <laughs> no. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I'm not, um, no one said I'm smart or good at this. He was on three episodes of Arrow. What? No. I bet he was like Weather Wizard or something. <laughs> yeah. Just like one of the rogues just that doesn't, like, not, <laughs> not the main two. He was on one episode of Wizards of Waverly Place. Weather Wizard? That's- yeah, <laughs> and two episodes of Hannah Montana, and also iCarly and Zoe 101. So he was oh my goodness, he's a okay. he's a Disney Channel like interesting background actor. That's wild. A, that's a huh. heck of a trajectory there. Yeah, heck of a trajectory. Heck, could, yeah, sure. Uh, We're going with it. What's what's weird about so that movie? Like, I was not expecting it to be as stylized as it was. Baz Luhrmann, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm not familiar with him, so I he didn't... did the Great Gatsby with Leo a few years ago. That makes so much sense. My God, he has a style, <laughs> uh, and it is—it's a lot something. <laughs> yeah, which I mean that fits with Elvis Presley, right? Um, and I think the thing is, like Austin Butler is absolutely phenomenal in his own right, but also Tom Hanks is—I I feel like he wasn't really in in it in this movie. Like, didn't he win a Razzie? that one? Oh, did he maybe that would make i i would uh i'd believe it i mean i wouldn't, I wouldn't believe it. like i feel like he'd be nominated for a razzie but like not win because he was still decent like because it's tom hanks i feel like at the bottom of his acting chops he's like still passable 43rd golden raspberry awards winners tom hanks worst supporting actor elvis <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> okay any guess who the worst uh worst leading actor was Jared Leto, probably. Jared Leto for Morbius. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, at least I recognize bad very easily. Maybe, hey, that's, that's that's two for two on the Razzies. Maybe I'll do well on the Oscars. All right, who was who was the worst director? To worst the director? Yep. I don't know. I'm not that good at directors. Machine Gun Kelly, apparently. He directed a movie. Apparently. Oh man. No, but Austin Butler was amazing. I, I I don't know if it's just because just because he's amazing or just that he was like, you know, so good next to like a, a kind of phoned in Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. which when you're standing next to a phoned in like God tier actor, it makes you look real good. <laughs> it definitely helps. <laughs> um, Actually putting your heart into it. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, so that, that movie was a lot of fun. I would watch that movie again. Uh, I think that's an eight. That's a strong eight pushing nine. Wow. Just because okay. of Austin Butler. Okay. I cannot overstate how, like, by the end of it, I was like, I want to watch everything he's in. But now having read that <laughs> list, I don't really yeah. want to watch everything he's in. He hasn't been in anything. I follow him But he will be in Dune too. so. Is he really? He's really? Fade Rautha. Oh, he is Fade Rautha. <gasps> yeah. Oh, nice. I just got real excited for doing two. <laughs> you weren't already excited. <laughs> I mean, I was, but like, I mean, I exist in a perpetual like. There's a good medium. baseline there. Yeah, it's a good baseline, but yep. like it spikes every once in a while. Yep. It's the adrenaline uh, spike. Would this be a good moment to also remind you that Florence Pugh is playing uh, Princess Irulan? Reading Children of Dune right now. I'm more excited for the movie that's not apparently going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see her in a Children of Dune yeah. thing. Uh, but yeah, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those are the movies I've seen. Uh, I talked about uh, Maverick. We have two TikToks about me talking about Maverick. Yep, yep. plenty of that. Great <laughs> um, movie. Uh, Turning Red was good. I, as far as I remember, I liked it a lot. Um, definitely made me cry a couple times. I loved the stylistic difference that Pixar took with it. And then what else? Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther was good. We talked about it. Uh, I, it was good because, uh, it punched me right in the feels at, at the beginning. And that's how a movie hooks me. Uh, it's just, you got to punch me in the feels. If you can draw a tear from Preston, you, you got, you get some good, <laughs> Good stuff going I'm gonna on. I'm going to come smack you in the face three or four times. Uh, I mean, you make me cry all the time just by existing. Mm-hmm. Just your presence just sort of the, a cry. furious sobbing rage yeah. at like the, the sheer injustice of it. Yeah. 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 That's why you two work so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's those are all the movies I've seen. That's my top level reviews on each of them. So let's, all right, cool. let's, let's do, uh, I really just want to do like, let's do like directing, screenplay, actor, actress, actor, actress best picture yeah uh sound and music probably yeah no um, I'll, I'll i'll hit the big ones and list all the nominees i'll just i'll read off the winners for the ones that aren't interesting okay just to get it in there um all right so i'm going by the alphabetical order from the um uh, academy's website so leading off actor in a leading role um i'm going to do these in order of last name because that's how it's arranged except i have to manually insert the winner into the middle of the list so if you hear me pause before and name it's because i'm figuring out where they go in the list and that's the winner oh uh, okay <laughs> no that's not okay. actually i mean I, i've got this down all right uh, the nominees for actor in a leading role austin butler for elvis colin farrell for the banshees of Inisherin, brendan Fraser in the whale paul mescal in after sun and bill nye in living Okay, so I haven't seen Living or After Sun. Uh, I would say Austin Butler, bar none. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, I want to say the Academy would traditionally go Banshees, Banshees of Inna Sharon. It's Colin Farrell, right? Yeah. Colin Farrell. I feel like with context, they went with Brendan, Fra- Brendan Fraser. 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 There's no I in there. Fraser. Fraser and not Frazier. I saw an interview where like literally his assistant like stopped an interviewer mm-hmm. said Fraser, not Frazier. It's not the Fraser. Show. Fraser. I hardly know her. F- okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to say they went with uh, Brendan Fraser. I would go with Austin Butler. All right. They went with Brendan Fraser. Austin Butler was, I think the other leading candidate. I don't, I don't think Colin Farrell would have been in the argument even in, 
years past. I think uh, Banshees of Inisherin is a little too, um, little too niche for that, maybe. Because okay. the Oscars typically do an intersection between sort of high capital F film That's and also true. popular. And I think Banshees is a little yeah. too far into the artsy fartsy side of that. Because like the lobster was nominated for a bunch, wasn't it? And then didn't really win. I think so yeah, any. yeah. Okay. Yep. All any right. Thoughts, Gage? Yeah, I have seen all of the TikToks and social media stuff, and so I I know the answer, but it's it's very fun to watch all the wholesome like <laughs> comments about him winning and his reaction to everything. Yeah. So that's been fun. Yeah, yeah. no, it's crazy. The mummy dude. Mummy dude. Yeah. Who'd have thunk? Yep. Getting it done. Mummy dude getting blacklisted after being sexually assaulted. That's Hollywood. <laughs> Glad he made it. All right. Um Best actor in a supporting role. Uh, we have Brendan Gleeson for the Banshees, Banshees of Inisherin, uh, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans, Barry Hogan also for the Banshees of Inisherin, and Kihai Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Short Round, you might know him as. Yeah. Uh, this is the one that I did get spoiled for me because mm-hmm. um, Short Round won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Think he was better than uh, Brendan Gleeson or Barry Hogan? I think he's better than Barry Keoghan. Barry Keoghan was really interesting in that movie. Did you say you had watched that one? Yes. He was really interesting in that movie. I I don't know. They don't do a lot with this character. They don't do a lot with this character. He's basically yeah. an, a, an avenue through which to pers- uh, to explore not having a friend anymore. You're stuck with like the secondary friend. Yeah. It's like if Gage didn't want to be my friend anymore, you'd be the Barry Keoghan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh Hey, it's all right if I sleep with you. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he was really good at like just being uncomfortable to yeah. look at. Very cute. Um, he's really good at that sort of he role. He's very good. Uh, Killing of a sacred deer. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson? Brendan Gleeson. Brendan, Brendan Gleeson. He's really good in that. I, I think he would have deserved it. Yeah. I, I, I really liked it. He's the... He had such a strong... In I would call it internal metronome about the movie. Like mm-hmm. basically, like you have like you have them doing their acting and they're like at, like saying the things and interacting with people. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like throughout the movie and any of those interactions, you could almost like follow what Brendan Gleeson's internal monologue was yeah. during those conversations. And I feel yeah. like that's something that's kind of hard to do when trying to carry that conversation mm-hmm. but oh i just like every every time there was something that's like he's he is not happy but he's like putting on a different face like it, mm-hmm. he's basically playing two characters at any given point because yeah. he's like i don't know it's just that i was i was very compelled by brendan gleason's performance yep i agree but um, also short round deserved it yeah <laughs> uh, he's been the other half of all the wholesome happiness yes. on the social medias especially considering all the context around him this so, is his first role back what happened to him so from what i understand he you know acted as yep. a child and then he felt at the time that there weren't any roles available for an asian mm. actor and so he decided to instead of putting himself through that he just stepped away from acting uh, assumed he would never do it again um, but then after he saw Crazy Rich Asian, Asians, mm-hmm. he decided, okay, maybe it's time to come back. 
and this was his first role back in the biz after however many years. Oh, man. And so kind of his childhood dream came true after all that. So it was a very, very wholesome story. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Um, yeah. I will say that he, he, he does... He does deserve absolutely awards for that performance. Um, in similar way that Stephanie Sue deserves, uh, I think Stephanie Sue deserves her would deserve hers. He essentially plays two characters, and you so you see a scope of acting. Um, and he does deliver the one line that like made me actually have to bring it up in therapy. <laughs> a, so you know it's good. It's, there's one line. He's like, I don't know what's going on but it feels like my fault and that just like literally gutted me and <laughs> was just like i i need to pause for a second uh and just the way he delivered that was like absolutely great so uh, uh, he his performance through the whole thing was really good um so yeah all right cool that works very good uh yes you you had this one spelled for you but uh i'm gonna go with k hui kwan yes my best pronunciation yeah okay um he did win for everything ever all at once mm-hmm. Um, all right, actress in a leading role. Uh, we have Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde, Andrea <sighs> Reesborough for To Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Michelle Yeoh is really, really good. I mean, that movie, again, that movie is a 10 out of 10 for me. Like, yep. everyone is so good in that movie. Yep. Kate Blanchett, I think was so commanding on the screen Mm -hmm. like i like when i think back at that movie i think of hating elitism and also just how good she was like that's those are kind of the two things i think of Mm -hmm. michelle yo's performance was really was amazing but it is it kind of pales among other things in the movie okay and Mm -hmm. so i think that kind of skews my perception of like how good she was which Mm -hmm. i feel like is unfair to her okay um but the other thing that I had spoiled for me was that uh, one movie swept the Oscars. Uh, I can only guess that <laughs> everything everywhere all at once won a bunch. And well, so I'm we gonna... also from the two we've gone over so far, we know that that's not literally true because one winner was the whale. That's true. I'm going to say that I think Kate Blanchett deserved it, uh, that I would choose Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say Michelle Yeoh didn't deserve it. I think <laughs> both of them deserve it. Yep. I think Michelle Yeoh won, but I think Kate Blanchett. I personally would put give it to Kate Blanchett. Yep. Uh, yes, Michelle Yeoh won for everything, everywhere, all at once. Kate Blanchett did not win, uh, not having seen either of the movies. She feels like she would have been the traditional pick, mm-hmm. where it's a movie and it's mm-hmm. about her, and she gives yeah. a big screen-chewing performance kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this feels like, I, I don't know if I want to say progress, but it feels like a change. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, like, when we talk about kind of the overall commentary of the oscars and this year if if it is everything ever all wants it swept a good change also mm-hmm. it helps that there was a phenomenal movie starring all but one asian actors mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah all right next next actress in a supporting role supporting role we have angela bassett for black panther wakanda forever mm. ang chow for the whale carrie condon for the banshees of inisharan Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once and Stephanie Sue for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> uh, oh, I've seen all of them, haven't I? Brief shout out for Angela Bassett just for getting nominated for a Marvel movie. Gosh, especially she was so in this good in that movie. Marvel Impressive. Collapse era. 
She was so good in that movie. I I mean, I've been saying it so far. I think Stephanie Sue deserves that Oscar. Mm -hmm. But she's also young and and has way more opportunities in her future now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I don't know how the Oscars decides. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of the people in the Academy who just think, vote on what they like. There's right. no like objective thing. No. And so I feel like they would probably look at that and be like, oh, you're young. You'll have chances later. Let's like give it to the, uh, the one who's been doing a lot for a long time. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I know that Jamie Lee Curtis won, but Stephanie Sue absolutely deserved it mm-hmm. as, as well. Again, mm-hmm. like Jamie Lee Curtis yep. was really good in this. She yep. just seemed like she was having so much fun in this movie. Nah. <laughs> I mean, that's good. <laughs> It's it's a pretty fun role. I think anybody would. That's okay. wild. Uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, all of them. Th- that's that's a tough category this year. Yeah. Brief shout out to Carrie Condon <laughs> just for the scene where she talks to Brendan Gleeson's character and Banshee's Vinna Sharon in uh-huh. the pub the first time, and he kind of he explains kind of his motivation, and he says, "Now you understand what that feels like." And just that expression on her yep. face as she walks out the door. Yep. Oof. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. All right. Jamie Lee Curtis did win for mm-hmm. everything everywhere all at once. I'm going to be following Stephanie Sue. All right. Um, you did see Turning Red, and that was yep. one of the animated feature films. Um, I'm just going to give this one away. You don't care. What? I want to know what the other ones were. Uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Hmm. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yeah. yeah. Why right here? Puss in Boots is unfairly good. Yep. Apparently. <laughs> yep. Man, that's crazy. That's a Shrek movie. That's like the second Puss in Boots movie, isn't it? I think so. At least. At least. Yeah. No, like Puss in Boots solo. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Huh. I don't think um, I realized that it was nominated. Maybe I'll have a chance of convincing Catherine to watch it with me now. I yeah. heard it was really good. Does yeah. Catherine tend to say, oh, yeah, it was nominated for an Oscar. We should watch it. No. But it's just a little in bit of fairness, leverage. I've never tried that excuse. So, yeah, I mean, they nominated it for an Oscar. We got to see, like, what's going on with that. Yeah. Got to watch all of the Shrek movies all the way through. Isn't there a Puss in Boots show, too? Probably. Probably. And they really just, like, they did the cute cat face in that movie mm-hmm. and then just took that character off. Yeah. Let's see. Cinematography. We can do a few of these. Mm-hmm. All Quiet on the Western Front. Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. Really? Apparently. Man, huh? Everything ever all at once was really, really good too. I guess it wasn't just like known for the cinematography or something. I of those movies, I think I noticed good cinematography more with all uh all quiet on the Western Front. Okay. I think I feel like it really was trying to kind of emulate 1917 mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, but you can't emulate Roger Deakins without being Roger Deakins. Yep. Uh, I should point out Roger Deakins was the cinematographer on Empire of Light. I think Empire of Light won then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, that's my safe bet. No, it was all quiet on the Western Front. It was? Yep. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hold on. I mean, Roger Deakins was nominated like 14 times in a row before he won one. That's a good point. So, yeah, I mean, I did technically, I did get it wrong, yeah, by saying that I think that he won that. But, one, but you gave a good argument why All Quiet on the Western Front appealed to you cinematographically. 
that it was it had a lot of really cool cinema uh, cinema cinematography yep hate that word is so hard to say (laughs) (laughs) all right uh costume design the winner was black panther wakanda forever deservedly so Um, uh, what was it going against uh babylon elvis everything everywhere all at once and mrs harris goes to paris okay i think everything everywhere all at once also puts up a good fight just because it's a multiverse thing so you had a whole bunch of different uh uh costumes and one character in many different in many different costumes costumes all the time yep but it's definitely not the first thing you think of when you think of that movie yeah so all right um let's see okay directing uh we have the banshees of inisharan with uh martin mcdonough um everything everywhere all at once with daniel kwan and daniel scheinert sky the daniels the daniels the danny boys uh the fablemans with steven spielberg tar with todd field and triangle of sadness with ruben ostland just to be contrarian i feel like banshees of inisharan i feel like like by a molecule difference mm-hmm. over everything everywhere all at once just because there was like 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 you said like just both brennan uh brennan gleason's performance with just a lot of like subtle mm-hmm. things and like you said her face walking out like there's mm-hmm. a lot of just things like that mm-hmm. that come from directing as well yeah the whole process feels very controlled you understand exactly what's going on yeah because i i feel like the thing with the the to me someone who's not in the industry who just watches and <laughs> listens to people who are in the industry yep uh the difference between looking at someone as an actor and looking at someone who's being directed is like someone who's an actor can say the words really well but do those words being said really well fit really well within the scene of the other actors? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's the role of the director is to make sure all of the pieces fit together really nicely. Yep. You can have two really cool pieces that don't fit really nicely, but you can have also have two really cool pieces that fit together really nicely. Mm-hmm. Or you can have two okay pieces that fit, fit really well together nicely. Yeah. I think Banis- Banshees of Enesheeran pulled that off really well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet Daniel's won. Yep. Daniel's won for everything, everywhere, all at once. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, Doc- I do like that they call themselves Daniels. You have like the Russo brothers, and they literally like it's literally credited, directed by Daniels. That's it. <laughs> like that, in the movie, that's how they credit. That's fun. Uh, all right. Uh, documentary feature film. Uh, the winner was Navalny. Never heard. Which of is it. good. Uh, <laughs> have you heard of Alexei Navalny? No. He's a um, Russian. Uh, uh, I guess I don't know how you describe him. There's a there's a good word for him, but he's he's basically a anti-Putin agitator. Um, Interesting. Tries running for president and stuff. Um, and they tried to assassinate him with um, I think it was polonium poisoning a couple of years ago, and he survived. Oh. And dissident. That's the the effective word for him. Yeah. Um. So I don't I don't know anything about the documentary, but. Oh, I want to watch. Go to Valny. Yeah. 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 Bring down that poot. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Navalny won over All That Breathes, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, and A House Made of Splinters. I haven't seen a single one of those. I think Fire of Love I is the Gage volcano. Watched all one. of them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, documentary short film The Elephant Whispers won over Haul Out, How Do You Measure a Year, The Marca- Martha Mitchell Effect, and Stranger at the Gate. Um, film editing. <laughs> Gage and I are just like shaking our heads at each other. <laughs> uh, film editing. Um, Ooh, okay. I, I, you have seen all of these. Oh, yay. Uh, so the Banshees of Inisharan, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. 
Oh, don't hurt me with the Maverick. <laughs> uh, it's between everything ever all at once and Elvis, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Maverick had good editing, but I feel like just that's not a movie that's going to win any awards. Yeah, yeah. If I you're gonna, all at once. if you're going to be something like that, it has to be Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, ah, good editing. That movie was really made by the editing. If yeah, you think about it. It was. I'm going to say for both me and I think the winner, I think that's everything everywhere all at once. You are correct. Everything everywhere all at once. Paul Rogers is the credited winner there. Um, International feature film. The only one you saw was All Quiet on the Western Front. It did win. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, Over Argentina 1985. Close. EO and The Quiet Girl. Uh, makeup and hairstyling the whale one over all quiet on the western front the batman black panther wakanda forever and elvis um, oh i also saw the batman the batman wasn't nominated for costumes no that costume was so good yeah mm-hmm. upset yeah. it's a superhero movie that um you don't get uh politically correct cultural points for liking uh, that's fair so it's amazing yeah. they got anything nomination wise <laughs> yeah um all right original score do you want to try to guess that one yeah I mean. okay uh we have all quiet on the western front babylon the banshees of inisharan everything everywhere all at once and the fablemans um i should point out uh the only composers i've heard of on here justin Hurwitz, uh who did la la land did babylon and uh john williams did the fablemans yes hillis gosnodotter did uh tar by the way oh cool i knew you'd like that yeah she's good uh boy score i'm gonna say all quiet on the western front was really at a really good score uh everything everywhere all at once though i noticed consistently i'm gonna say that one and i also i'm gonna say i hope that one's it was quiet on the western front oh really all right yeah. nice so you have good instincts for all quiet on the western front you just don't trust it <laughs> yeah honestly yeah uh all it's right the 10 minutes like the 10 20 minutes that i was distracted in the beginning of the movie that just like <laughs> it ruined it for me yep all right um best original song was natu natu from rrr um, oh, I over... wanted to watch that movie. That looks really it's like fun. a three and a half hour, just absolute wild ride of a movie. Bollywood. Uh, it's okay. not Bollywood. I, I can't because it's not. It? It's not India. Yeah, I, it is. I can't remember what it is. It's yeah. It's, it's India. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm I'm preparing to be corrected here, but only a little bit because I'm like ninety eight percent sure I'm right on this. It is Indian. I think it's what? Hollywood or something. What's What's I, Hollywood? I don't. It's uh. What makes hang it, on what hang makes on. it not bollywood as this person from the future uh so i was right it is uh tollywood not bollywood uh so tollywood focuses on the language of telugu which is what rrr is in when bollywood is hindi films and so yeah we all learned something i checked this after the fact and we all learned a thing hey this is matt from the future uh I was wrong. Preston was right. I don't know. I don't ever get a chance to say that. So I'm just going to accept my punishment and say it. Yay. Even though that was less about Matt being wrong and more of my just not being an idiot. I am happy <laughs> that I was not <laughs> foolish. Yay. Okay. Bye. Uh, oh, well, whatever. Move on. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Ah, uh, here's a good one. Best picture. Here we go. Um, we get a long list of nominees on this one, of yeah. course. Uh, All quiet on the Western front. Avatar, The Way of Water. That's the one. (laughs) 
the Banshees of Inisharan, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, which that's awesome. That is. is so cool. Yeah. Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. It's going to be everything ever all at once for both mine and what one. You like. are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Big winner, everything everywhere all at once, winning all the awards everywhere all at once. Yep. Well, actually, in, in a pre planned sequence, mm-hmm. uh, according to the ABC broadcast. All right. Um, production design. I don't. Do you care enough about that uh, one? I want to try my hand at it. Okay. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. Uh, I'm gonna say all quiet on the Western Front. Feel like way of the water, way of the water, the way of water. It's mm-hmm. all CGI, so it's like less kind of. Yeah. Because to me, I feel like again, don't know the industry. What I mm-hmm. interpret as production design is kind of the combination of like set and costume and prop and like all of the different things that go into like what you film, mm-hmm. and then like you maybe like kind of accent with effects, but like it's the the, the, it's the design of the production basically mm-hmm. wasn't, um, wasn't the whole thing with way of water that it what it wasn't just like a cgi monstrosity didn't they like they filmed in water and did all they filmed in water but they were also motion capture giant stuff blue people, but motion yeah. capture that's the they thing like, people underwater like, which was a revolutionary technology yeah but. that doesn't qualify as part of the aspect of like production i don't know i kind of think it does qualify I don't know what the actual definition of the category is, I guess. I mean, me either. Not sure it's tightly defined at all. I can see that one being one that people focus on because the whole idea of of it is that it's so, like, supposed to be all revolutionary and fancy and Mm -hmm. production heavy. But does that get rewarded in Oscars? Does, like, the, there's, like, the, like, innovation get rewarded? I feel like Oscars don't Mm -hmm. really care about that. If I were interested enough, I'd look up the recent winners of production design. <laughs> I think that's a study I could do. I mean, yeah, I, I guess a case could be made for Avatar. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say everything I roll, or not uh, that. That's not wasn't nominated. Uh, All quiet on the Western Front. Hey, you trust your instincts, and you were right for once. Yay! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'll animated- be honest, I mostly went with it because I've been semi right on on that <laughs> so many times. I'm like, surely I'm following the trend. <laughs> yep interesting uh so animated short film the winner is apparently a tinker taylor soldier side prequel the boy the mole the fox and the horse i don't think it's actually a tinker taylor soldier side prequel <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> got so excited for a second. <laughs> he was licking his lips and his, eyes, his pupils were dilating <laughs> i am sweating all over now it was good um My let's pants see. are sticky so the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse won ahead of the flying sailor, ice merchants, my year of dicks, an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. Animated short films got some weird titles up in Dude, high. I feel like the shorter the or the long yeah, the shorter the movie, the longer the title. Yep. Do you know what uh Gage, pop quiz question if you've been paying close attention to the podcast over the past couple of years. Yep. Uh do you know what Ben Affleck's first credit d- directorial effort on IMDB is? Oh gosh, I feel like I should, but I It's a really long name, isn't it? Yep. It's long oh. and kind of something. This one time I ate an apple pie in front of my mom and she got mad at me and threw it in my face. No. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just that. It's just that short little little short film. Just Ah, mom mom ah! <laughs> ah! Ow, it's hot no it's 
I killed my lesbian wife, hung her on a meat hook, and now I have a three-picture deal with Disney. Oh, that's right. <laughs> or at Disney, I think, is the preposition there. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, oh, Ben. Just anyway. judging by those titles, it seems like a category that I should start paying attention to. I yeah. think I would yeah. enjoy that a lot. Yep. Um, I'm disappointed I didn't see the movie Anna de Armas was in. Blonde? Yeah. I think it won the Razzie for Worst Picture. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, she was nominated? Yeah. Huh. Just friggin' uh, diamond in the coal mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, short film live action. The winner is apparently a Banshees of Inishair and sequel, An Irish Goodbye. God. <laughs> <laughs> winning- stop doing that. <laughs> winning- Preston, stop believing it. <laughs> winning ahead of Ivalu, Le Pupil, Night Ride, and The Red Suitcase. All right. Uh, sound has now been consolidated into one a uh, single category. Do you want to try to guess that one? Sure. Uh, we have All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. I What I want and what I think won. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Airplanes. Airplanes. And right. motorcycles. And motorcycles. Just a little bit. A little bit of motorcycles. Yep. All right. Uh, you want to do visual effects? Yeah. All right. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water. The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. Ooh, Gage, what do you think? <laughs> Three of those titles have colons in them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this like, one should be like easier Avatar. than you're making it. <laughs> I feel like Avatar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I want it to be other ones. That one but... feels like it is the one that's trying the hardest for the Oscars. It was, it was made for that category. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. everything everywhere all at once to win, even though it wasn't nominated, but... <laughs> nope, it's Avatar. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That bagel. All right, do you want to do bagel. adapted screenplay? Uh, Yeah, I think a couple of those. A couple yeah, of you've those actually seen three of these. Yeah. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, a colon, A Knives Out Mystery, mm. Living, Top Gun, colon, Maverick, and Women Talking. What, what defines adapted? I don't know anymore. I know that All Quiet Western on, on the Western Front is based on a novel. Yeah. Is a sequel considered an adapted? It's like an, an adapt. I guess. Because Maverick and Knives Out are both originals, but they're sequels. Yep. Weird. Best adapted screenplay. I'm going to say All Quiet on the Western Front. Women Talking. What? All right. Of course. So it's about talking, so the writing has to be good. Um, okay, and writing original screenplay. Drum roll, please. This is the last one because it's W. Uh, the Banshees of Inisherin. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> the Fablemans. Tar. Triangle of Sadness. Ew. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, there was a movie earlier that was nominated for something that was just EO. Oh. So you confused me for the second. Okay. Yes. Everything, everywhere, all at once. One original screenplay. Yeah, yeah, Woo! yeah, yeah. Go Preston. Yay! Good guessing. I'm decent at movies sometimes. You're decent at predicting what a bunch of stuffy academy types will like. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's more of just kind of like I've noticed the trends mm-hmm. thus far, and I'm like, I think they would pick this one. Yeah. And I hope that doesn't sway my opinions of things. Although, I'll say, like, there were several ones that won, and I'm like, no. I think... Disagree. Stephanie Sue. Like, I again, I, mm-hmm. I know... Jamie Lee Curtis had so much fun in that movie. She was also good. But Stephanie Sue. <laughs> oh, man. 
I loved every minute she was on screen. <laughs> uh, so that's the Oscars. Yep. Another year for the uh, deletes. Ray. Also, Ooh. good for Asians. Yeah. 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 That's good. And good for Brendan Fraser. Yep. yep. Love it. Yep. Um, we did get a lot of internet joy out of this season of the Oscars. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's whole award season because... Like back when the whale like came out and started winning the awards, it was just like oh, true. everyone applauding Brendan Fraser, and it was like, "Yes, <laughs> he deserves this." <laughs> yes, he does. All right, uh, um, yeah, you got to see everything ever all at once. I and, intend to. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's one of my projects for this week. Gage, did you cry at all during that movie? Do you cry during movies? Uh, I can get teary on occasion. What typically um, gets you? Hmm. We're in a therapy session now. This is going on the internet. Too. <laughs> okay, excellent. Yeah, therapy for everybody to hear. You know, I haven't I haven't self evaluated that much. It's usually just if I, I usually don't cry unless I put myself in the position of the characters on the screen, which I don't do naturally. I'm kind of a more of a passive movie watcher that way, I guess. Okay, but mm-hmm. like for me, I'll be watching a movie, even if it's, it's like an action flick. And some collateral damage will kill some random person that we don't even know who it is or mm-hmm. care about. And then I'll think about that person and get really sad. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, everyone that was in that tower that the Leviathan just crashed into yeah. with Avengers. <laughs> Nobody thinks about that, but I think about that sometimes. End Good man, for you. And the Man of Steel was really rough for you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Does it you ever like see something happen to somebody in a movie that you're just like you like just connect with that? like struggle yeah yeah Does that get you yeah that'll that'll definitely get me sometimes everything everywhere all at once though it it didn't make me cry so much as just like rethink my entire worldview okay um i came out of the movie feeling a lot better about a lot of things which is weird which is like one of the two possible takeaways from the movie you can either mm-hmm. like feel good about the universe and the way everything is or you can feel real real bad about the meaning of life yeah uh, <laughs> and you, I, luckily, your wife Catherine came out with kind of the opposite, the opposite yeah view. yeah she was really bummed out afterward and i like felt weirdly at peace with mm. with my place in the universe so All right. i love that art can do that it's great <laughs> yep because i think i came out of it similar to you but there's like the, so like one of the ones the things that like punched me in that movie was so i think there's three parts there's everything like part one is everything part two is everywhere and part three mm. is all at once right mm. um and like you kind of get that the intro like basically the prologue before part one starts of establishing what the characters are going through at the moment mm-hmm. so basically like it's uh, uh michelle yo is dealing with a lot and then the multiverse happens like the kind of mm-hmm. what's yeah. going on and so like she's like dealing with like the business she's running, her uh, daughter who is lesbian, and her—is it her father, or is it his? Is uh, it I think, Wayman's father? I feel like it's hers. So I, one of the a grandfather who is like you know very traditional in an Asian family, and uh, also Wayman is like asking for a divorce. Basically, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, and she's like zoning out, and Wayman goes, "What are you thinking about?" Honey, what are you thinking about? Part one, everything. 
Like, and it just like, <laughs> oh, good. And good, like, good, good. that just like punches me immediately because I'm like, that's kind of something that I, at least I am. I feel like we all are at least right now, but like, I'm going through like a lot of things happening all at once. So I'm always thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And just that, like, what do you think about everything? I'm like, oh, oh, I get it. I understand. <laughs> That, ladies and gentlemen, is your best picture or your best editing winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh man. That's such a good movie. It's so good. Uh it like I think it's a top five. Wow. I mean it's a ten out of ten. It's one yeah. of the only ten out of ten, so like it's yeah. up there. All right. It's one of the first movies too that made me realize how much I enjoy a good just like mind melty weirdness type of a movie too. Nice. Yeah. Like Multiverse of Madness, which I realize mixed mixed reviews from everybody. Um, Not great. But well, kind of mind melty, kind of weird. Yeah. And I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And it did a lot of things very right. Yeah. I just think the whole package fell flat. But then everything everywhere all at once had all that and did it right. Mm-hmm. Did it well. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it was just made you feel lots of things and think lots of things and also, I came away feeling like I was maybe a little bit brainwashed from a couple of the scenes in there, <laughs> no. like left the theater craving a Coke or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. All right. That's the uh, news, quote unquote, news episode. I do have one brief thing to throw in. Um, so uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves and Shazam Fury of the Gods are both coming out right about now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those movies is currently sitting at a uh, low eights on IMDb and a 77 on Metacritic. One yep. of them is sitting at mid sixes on IMDb and a 46 on Metacritic, which is which? Well, I know the answer is Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> I did tell is you sitting. This. Yep. <laughs> yep. Shazam got that low. Shazam is getting pretty mediocre reviews is doing pretty badly at the box office. Oh, but at least Dungeons and Dragons is apparently really good. I I we're gonna go see Dungeons and Dragons, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Uh, also, we're gonna go see Ant Man. Yeah, yes, we're, we are. We're gonna go do that. This is news. Uh, it'll be. I guess we'll do that as that'll be our what you've been up to in like three weeks. Three I guess weeks, at this yeah. point because yeah. we haven't had a chance to see it. We, we didn't have a chance to see it back, this weekend. We just got back from about my bachelor party. Woo-woo. I'm getting married. Preston getting married. I haven't seen her in like a week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so we'll go see that, uh, courtesy of Nicholas Sayutis, our good old listener, good long-time mm-hmm. listener. Yep. In the meantime, to tide you over, I can talk about my oh, thoughts on the movie man. next week. So, <gasps> yeah. I, I did, in fact, see you it. You saw it, so. yeah. Yeah, you can give us a little uh, sneak pre- preview yeah. of what we're supposed to be thinking. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. Just me? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Well, that's not what we do. Oh, that's yeah. not that's <laughs> <just experienced. laughs> not video anymore. <laughs> right. Thanks everyone for listening. You can find us on your favorite podcast purveyor site. Man, what else do you do? Uh talk about the social media, but we don't really have that. So. Right. We have some social media, specifically TikTok. That's the one we're active on, but at just us losers pod. Thank you. Uh I've got some other ones too. Uh you can reach out to the losers on gmail justice losers pod at gmail.com that's the place nice that's um, how it was communicated to us that we are apparently going to see ant-man yep. right well i mean it's been communicated to me before i'm just awful at responding ah <laughs> <laughs> right but please try to keep it to five paragraph format 
Yes, uh, this is our preferred prefer, prefer, preferred format. I'm just every word I say today, I have to do about four times before I get it right. That's how I constantly live. Um, is that everything? I feel like I'm missing something. I think so. I mean, usually I'll, I'll maybe say something a little bit out next week. But you already did that. You're going to give some brief thoughts on Ant Man. Um, we're going to talk The Last of Us. Yeah, you didn't see the show. I, I didn't see it. Okay, so you're going to talk. You're going to you're going to talk about Ant Man while we talk about The Last of Us. Just Perfect. At the same, at the same, time. same simultaneously, <laughs> it'll be a wonderful contrapuntal fugue of rhapsodic entertainment news and reviews. And maybe we'll be nominated for something. I feel like that sounds... some of those weren't real words. Every single one of those words was <laughs> a real word. <laughs> they didn't entirely make sense in that order, but <laughs> uh. Yeah, invite your friends next week. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.